Welcome to the Heart Rate Variability Podcast, where we explore the exciting science behind heart rate variability. The material discussed in this podcast should not be taken as medical advice. Please check with your medical provider to make sure any suggestions or strategies are right for you. Visit us at the OptimalHRV.com website to learn more about the Optimal HRV app, download a free copy of Matt's book, Heart Rate Variability, and also get show notes and additional resources around heart rate variability and its applications. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Heart Rate Variability Podcast. Uh, Jeff Summers here with uh, a proud new member of the Optimal HRV family. You guys all were introduced to Dr. Dave last week. It's my first opportunity to uh, to talk to Dave on the podcast. Welcome, Dr. Dave. We're so excited to have you as part of the uh, Optimal family. Well, thank you, Jeff, and I'm uh, very happy to be here and an official part of the family. Uh, that's it. So we're, we're super excited. You bring uh, a, a totally different background than, than what we've currently had on the team so far. And uh, today we kind of want to leverage that and, and kind of educate some of our listeners uh, from a clinical perspective uh, in, in terms of how you as a chiropractor are using HRV in your practice. So as you all know, we've got a lot of people reaching out uh, from a clinical perspective saying, you know, we listen to your podcast, we've read Matt's book. This sounds great, but how do I actually use HRV in my practice? What does my day-to-day look like? How do I communicate with my patients? Um, what results should I expect as a result of using this with my patients? All those kinds of questions, um, which we love to get, and we certainly understand this is something that's new. It's not been part of curriculum in the past, you know, those kinds of things. So really wanted to spend some time with you, um, Dave, to, to take our, our listeners through a day in the life of you as a, as a very, very busy chiropractor. Um, how are you using this with your patients? How are you finding time to analyze results? How are you communicating it? How are your patients uh, leveraging it to, you know, be be better, be healthier? All those kinds of things. You know, millions of questions, and I know you're you're prepped to talk about all of them. But as you can tell, I'm excited for the session today because I think this is one of the first real world opportunities to communicate how HRV can be used on a day to day basis. So. So I'll yeah. shut up and, and I'll let you uh, you kind of get into it because nobody wants to hear me talk about it. Everybody wants to hear you talk about it. <laughs> well, well, all right, Jeff, and uh, and we will uh, we will dive into that. And uh, and for listeners, of course, I'm taking this from a chiropractic perspective. Um, and uh, and you know a lot of this can be applied directly to other forms of uh, of healthcare as well. Um, Oh, and sorry, Dave, one quick thing I forgot to mention uh, before I turn it over. So we're going to be talking about a lot of things um, that are going to show up in our October release. So we're recording this the last week of August 2021. We've got a big release coming in October with a lot of new functionality. Um, You're going to be talking about some things that are going to be incorporated in that release. So for folks who are using the current version of the app, you might hear uh, Dr. Dave talk about some things and wonder, Wait a second. I don't. I don't see that right now. What is he talking about? But you will come the first week of October. So I just want to get that disclaimer out of the way um, for folks who are currently using the app, so there's no confusion. Um, everything you're going to talk about will be widely available starting the first week of October. So, yes, we are. Uh, we are in the future right now. Right? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Where's Doc Brown? Uh, 
Yes. Uh, so, so as we, as we get into this, um, you know, the, one of the first things is why would we be using technology in the office? Um, that's one of the first big questions. And, and for the most part, um, uh, chiropractors in, in general and in most healthcare practitioners are going to be using some type of objective, some type of objective data to, to find what's going on with your, what's going on with your patient. Now you can do that from a, from a physical sense, right? Like uh, doing some kind of muscle testing, uh, doing palpation, that kind of stuff. But when we get into um, using technology, well, now we have a very, very objective um, finding. And, and this is something that we can really track our progress with. Um, and that's, that's one of the first reasons why I, why I say, you know, I, we should all be using some sort of technology in our office. Now, there is a couple of large names within chiropractic right now that do provide technology within office. And, and those things are awesome. Um, I'm, a, uh, I'm a large fan of, of that. Uh, and I'm sorry, I'm going to click this off so that I don't get another, uh, you have an email ding. Um, <laughs> so so uh, dog will be barking any minute. You probably yeah. it's out the door, so no worries. <laughs> yes. Um, so in getting, in getting that technology into the office, uh, what that does is it starts to change the conversation that you're having with a patient. Um, rather than when a patient comes into your office, um, you know, and unfortunately within chiropractic, what we see a lot is somebody comes in and they're complaining of some kind of discomfort, some kind of pain. Um, and, and as most chiropractors listening to this will know, um, okay, that's not, that's not our primary focus. That's not what we want to be working on. Um, although pain is absolutely something that we help with, we are always interested in the underlying cause. Uh, why are you having this pain? Why are you having this discomfort? Um, and that's often going to go several layers deep. So when we introduce some type of technology, it helps us take away that conversation from the symptom, which is something like pain, and talking about the actual issue. Um, and then when we do, you know, quote unquote, uh, fix the pain, although we aren't fixing anything, right? Your, your powerful uh, body is doing all of that healing on its own. Uh, we're just allowing it to happen. Um, when we do get that pain uh, to subside, we are also working on the underlying issue. And then with this objective data, we can actually see the progression of that underlying issue. Uh, is, is that making sense to you, Jeff? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think the whole idea of objectivity, consistency, you know, those kinds of things are, are, are brought by technology. And I think everybody is searching for that. And of course, when we go see practitioners, it's great to treat, you know, the immediate, um, symptoms, but ultimately if we don't get to the problem, it, it's not a long-term fix. So you know, being able to leverage technology to be able to do that more quickly, I think benefits everybody. Yes, yes, absolutely. And, uh, and to give a quick example, you know, this is something that uh, a lot of us have, have seen who are in current practice. Uh, somebody comes in with, with, you know, uh, what they would say upper shoulder, you know, trap or neck pain. Um, you know, and they come in and say, I, I want this pain to go away, you know, and maybe they've tried some other things. Uh, maybe they've tried physical therapy. Maybe they've, uh, you know, maybe they've even gotten an injection, uh, you know, cortisone injection, something of that nature. Um, and, and the problem persists. Okay. Well, well, everything looks normal on x-ray. Everything looks normal on an MRI. So what's the problem? The problem is how the nerves are communicating with each other. Um, and that is what we, and that is what we are after. That's what we have to fix. Now, when we look at something like when we look at something like what's going on with maybe your neck, maybe your trap, uh, your trapezius muscle. Okay. So a lot of times this is related with 
stress, right? Which is going to bring on a larger, a larger question, right? It could be posture related, right? Which is another form of stressor. Um, but how do we measure these things? And, you know, that's where heart rate variability, where HRV um, is really going to take off to help us measure and quantify things like that. Then as we see the pain go away, we can see that HRV creep up as we see as we see continual uh, improvement, we can see that HRV creep up um, and things like that. So it's a, you know, a, a very quick example, but a very cool uh, and, and relevant example. So. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. And I think that's a theme throughout the, the podcast that I'm sure a lot of listeners have picked up on is, you know, stressors come in all shapes and sizes and forms. And, you know, it's not just work stress, you know, I mean, stress is everything and you know, nerves not communicating properly is, or posture to the example you gave is, is, is another form of stressor. So um, you know, I think keeping, keeping that frame of mind is interesting for, for somebody like me, who's you know, on the patient side, it's like, okay, well, you know, even bad posture is a form of stress, right? And so when you think about what our HRV uh, measures, you know, it's just really interesting to see how it can you know, correlate to that as well. Well, and, and that's another thing that, you know, um, uh, that is is really big to understand and something that we explain to all of our patients is um you know uh, uh, dr bruce lipton uh, said it best in um you know in talking about uh, cellular physiology um but but it's the three t's that um that bring on uh, that bring on stress to our bodies so um you know and, and he labels them as uh, traumas toxins and thoughts uh you know and when you and when you look at that it's um it's okay so traumas which would be uh you know which would be something like a like an actual car accident or posture is a very very slow trauma uh setting in um uh, you know and then and then toxins of course would be stuff that you're consuming things within your environment um that are causing stressors on the body um and then your thoughts of course you're um you know uh, moving into where Matt and uh, Matt and uh, and, and Miss Eno would be working uh, a little bit more so um but um but, you know, regardless, we're all familiar with these. And that's why I, uh, also, I don't like to refer to things as stressors because people get into that, oh, I'm so stressed, um, mm-hmm. out of mind. It's, uh, I like to call them life metrics. Uh, there you <laughs> go. That's good. I like that. I've never heard that before. Yeah, that's, uh, that's why I refer to it with, uh, with my patients as, because um, it, it makes a lot more sense then. Okay, this is something that I'm, that I'm stacking and piling on myself, uh, right? So then when we remove those things from the pile, we can, uh, we can see results. Um, all right. So then, uh, so then additionally, uh, you know, before we get into the, how I use it in office, um, you know, for, for all forms of healthcare, what we're, what we're interested in affecting is our autonomic nervous system. Um, and, and when we talk about ways to measure your autonomic nervous system, there is no better way, uh, than, than heart rate variability. Um, so we want to measure function of your autonomic nervous system. We take a heart rate variability test, right? Um, and then we can see exactly where you're at. We can see how treatments affect you, um, and and so on and so forth. So, so you know, a, a quick little uh, you know aside right there. Yep. Um, so, how do I actually use HRV within practice? And that's um and that's probably uh you know the, the million dollar question. Well, how do you how do you get patients to do this? Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> And uh, and there is two different ways. Um, so I've been using HRV for a number of years uh, in practice, and um, 
And what I have found, as, as I'm sure all of you listening have found, uh, is that some patients are extremely interested in learning everything that they can, and they want to be, you know, they want to be your partner in getting them uh, and getting them to their best. Um, they want to really be active in their healthcare. Uh, and then there's other patients who are just like, you just do everything. <laughs> you take care right. of it for me. That's what I'm paying you for. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, and you know we love both we love both types of patients, uh, but uh, but you know of course there is a there's one of the two that tend to get better quicker. I wonder why? Uh, <laughs> I can imagine that, right? <laughs> um, so when we look at this, how are we using it in there? Uh, so every single patient who comes in every single day, um, it's not even an option. Uh, you come into the office, you take your HRV before your uh, before your adjustment, so before the time that you are going to be seeing me. And then you take it right after. That's just part of the flow within the office. Um, so that is that is one way. And every single person does that. Whether you're interested in being part of my, uh, you know, whether you're interested in being active in your healthcare or not, um, yep. you are doing that every single time you enter my office. Um, it takes three minutes. You sit down in a cozy chair in the waiting room. You put on the uh, you put on the finger reader device. Open up the app and. And you take your HRV right there. Um, then you come in, you see me, I work with you, and then you go back out and you take uh, you take your HRV reading again. So another three minutes, and then after that, you can see pretty quickly the change that happened pre and post. Um, so you can see the immediate effects of that uh, of that session. So I will tell you uh, for chiropractors listening who, who are thinking uh, one of two things. Well, that's awesome. We can. Uh, we can right away show how beneficial a chiropractic adjustment is. And absolutely, uh, for the most part, we see huge uh, improvements um, pre and post. Um, now, the other thing is, um, and that of course is because we're stimulating parasympathetic nervous system, right? Or vagal activity, uh, which is um, which is what uh, HRV is looking at, right? A lot of, uh, a lot of that is measuring vagal tone. Um, and then we, uh, and then as well, there is the occasion where you actually see somebody's HRV go down after a visit. And that is one of the things that scares most doctors the most and, uh, and why they don't use some sort of technology is that fear of, well, I took the measurement and then I did, you know, I did my, my therapy. I went through their care plan. And now if I take another measurement, it might not say what I want it to. Um, and, uh, right. and, you don't have that control. You never know. Right. Uh, right. Right. And it, you know, and, and okay, I can see where that is scary, but that's a lack of understanding. Um, that that's all it is because if somebody comes in with an abnormally high HRV and you do your therapy on them, uh, and then after they leave their HRV went down, well, maybe that brought them closer to their baseline and maybe rather, and maybe they were very dysregulated coming in and what that, uh, and what that therapy did was actually regulate their nervous system. Um, and, and that is something that, that we see as well. So, um, so, you know, no fear within that, right. Uh, can change for the better or the worse, uh, for the most part it is for the better, but there's always a good reason why that might happen where a score may actually, where uh, HRV may actually lower. That's it. Well, and, and you bring up a couple of really interesting points, right? Number one, the importance of establishing baseline, Yes. Um, if you don't know the baseline, then that, that drop becomes more scary. But if you do understand the, the baseline and you know what sort of average is, that's really important. Um, you know, and, and just the, the fact that you've got that level of communication 
with your, your patient that you never had before. And that objective measure of what did this session do for you is something that historically practitioners have never had the ability to, to leverage. And so, you know, I think those, those two things are, are really cool. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's intercession, uh, you know, is, is right. so huge uh, because yes, uh, it typically it's, you know, every four weeks, every six weeks, we do a progress exam and we can, and we can see the changes that happen. Well, now we're seeing every single time. Right. Um, and, and that's giving us even more data. Uh, and, and of course, the more data that you have, the more, uh, the more dialed in you can be with your, um, with your therapy and your care um, programs. Um, now the, uh, the second way that, that I use HRV within the office is actually not in the office at all. Um, so I, um, I will, and, and this is at the moment, I hand select patients, um, who, who I will send home with HRV devices and, and the patients, of course, I, you know, purchase it as part of their, uh, as part of the program. And they will go home with an HRV device and these patients will take their HRV every single morning, uh, just as we would recommend for anybody else. Um, now, of course, this is going to be more those patients who are, want to be an active part, uh, within their healthcare, right? Um, because, because, you know, there's, there's a lot of patients out there who you tell them, I want you to take this every single morning. First thing, when you wake up, take your HRV. Um, a lot of them are going to say, nah, Right. Or they'll say, yeah, but then, you know, they won't really actually do it, you know? Right. Right. And, uh, and, and you learn very quickly. Um, so, so when you find the patients that are willing to do that, uh, when you have, when you have patients coming in that are, that want to be part of their healthcare, uh, you explain to them the importance of this, uh, of doing it in home and, and they begin to do that. Um, and actually it's, uh, it's gotten to the point for me where, um, where it's, well, okay. Now it, it went from being like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm kind of comfortable with this. And now, you know, you get to the point and you're like, all right, well, this is something that every single patient should be doing, whether they want to or not. And then talk about the value for you, for the, for the folks that are doing it on a day-to-day -day basis, or at least three, four or five times a week, you know, it, how much better care can you give it? I'm sure you're going here anyway. I'm probably interrupting your flow a bit, but um, you know, how, how much more valuable is your communication with those types of patients versus the types of patients that just aren't going to, uh, you know, do that? So, uh, yes. And, and, and exactly where I'm going, but I'm glad, I'm okay. glad that you asked it. Glad um, I didn't totally take you out of your, your flow here. <laughs> no, 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 you're, you're, you're great. Um, so, so for the patients who are using it every day at home, we are getting a true baseline uh, because when we see them in our office in the middle of the day, um, you know, whether that be, you know, they're, they're some of our first patients of the day or whether it's, you know, the very end of the day patients, if their time is consistent that they're coming into the office, yeah, their, their HRV should be fairly consistent uh, in theory, but let's face it, uh, each day is drastically different than the next. Um, you know, if you came in and you almost got into a car accident, you know, uh, five minutes before you came into the office, uh, your HRV is going to look horrendous in comparison to, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be a, a very obvious outlier. Um, yeah, there you go, exactly. And, uh, and you know, th those types of things. So when you're in the midst of a day, um, you know, things that happen throughout that day are going to significantly um, 
weigh on your body in one way or another, right? Um, so these could be very positive things that happen to you throughout the day. They could be very negative things that happen throughout the day, or it could just be a regular day. But by the end of the day, you know, you're depleted. That's why we feel tired and you want to go to sleep at the end of the day, right? Yeah, um, exactly. You need recovery. Uh, yes. And that is our autonomic nervous system literally just wearing down, right? That's our, um, so when we look at metrics, like, uh, you know, when we talk about things like total power, um, you know, um, and our, and, and various other functions, um, you know, that's where, okay, yeah, we, we might see these things wear throughout, uh, throughout a day. And that's, and, and that's what we would expect. Um, but when we get it first thing in the morning, that is going to be the most consistent time of everybody's day. You just slept all night, unless you have little kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> like you and I, who, uh, you know, some nights we do, some nights we don't, but that's okay. Right, right, yes. Uh, we, we chose it, we can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's still true to us, right? When we take our HRV. Um, that's true. Good point. It's funny. I actually have some patients who uh, who are so into it, and they're like, like I, I didn't take my HRV this morning because I knew it would be bad. I'm like, <laughs> you have to still take it on those ones. <laughs> you gotta know exactly. Um, but I, but yeah. So that that first thing in the morning when you first wake up, your HRV is going to be the most uh, the most consistent and the most true for for where your baseline is at. So. When we start to see that, then we can really see the things, uh, you know, how how day to day things are affecting you. How a treatment plan, you know, if this is what we are what we are integrating is this new this new care plan uh, within whatever type of healthcare, we can see how that is affecting your body. Um, you know, is this having a positive effect day to day, week to week, month to month, um, or is this having a negative effect? And of course, there's a there's multiple things going on in people's lives, right? It's never um it's never just that they started up a, a chiropractic care plan or a physical therapy uh, plan, right? Um, sure. But we can factor all of those things in, and uh, and that is going to be the the next huge thing here is is when we can start to get patients doing this on a regular basis, and we can see their baseline scores. Um, then we can talk about those ups and downs. We can see what is happening within their life each day. And this opens up such big conversations with our patients and provides the opportunity for us to really connect at a much deeper level with our patients. Because again, it takes us away from that surface level. This is why I'm here. We're fixing this issue. Um, and down to, okay, well, these are some of the other things that are going on in my life. And then that opens the door to, okay, how can I help my patients with this? And of course, um, you know, I, I'm not a magic man and I, I imagine that uh, most people listening are not, uh, are not magical healing doctors of every profession either. Um, <laughs> I bet some of your patients might disagree, but uh, that's okay. <laughs> yes, um, but, but it opens that door to say, okay, you know what? This is a great time for me to refer you to this functional medicine, this functional medicine doctor that I work with, uh, because we need to talk about things that are going on with your diet and how that's causing inflammation within your body and, um, and how we can start to chip away at that, right? Because that is, that is a bigger piece of this whole puzzle, um, that, that we are missing, um, you know, or we realize like, oh my gosh, you know, that this, this patient neglected to tell me that they've been having these sleep issues for, for years and years. And, oh, sure. it came up because we were saying, well, what, what could the cause be of, 
of your HRV starting to trend down here. Oh, work has been stressful. And then whenever that happens, I stop sleeping and then, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And we get into the whole spiral of things. And then another opportunity for us to help our patients at a deeper level. Um, and that, and that's just awesome when you can help somebody from, you know, as I like to say, that whole life perspective of that whole, that whole human perspective, when we're not just focusing on this problem, we are focusing on their entire life and everything that affects them. We're, we're back to what you talked about earlier. We're not just focused on this symptom, which might be back pain or neck pain or whatever. And they come to you to alleviate that for what turns out to be a short period of time, because that's not you know, that's the symptom, not the problem. And they don't think when you go into a chiropractor, for example, I don't think to share that I'm not sleeping well. Right. Often, right. like that's not quote unquote part of what a chiropractor's there to help with, you know, and, and the way we certainly as patients think about things, it's like, okay, I'm at this specific caregiver who is here to provide care for X, Y, or Z, you know, whatever it might be, back pain, neck pain, you know, a massage, whatever it is, acupuncture, but you, you don't think to, to say, okay, I am having a stressful time at work or my, my kid's not sleeping. And, you know, those kinds of things are going to affect all of it. And, and without having this way to reframe it and look at your, your core system and how it's functioning, that stuff's never going to come up with you. But, you know, you've got strategies, you've got ideas in terms of how to provide care for all of these things that you know, people may not think of as going to a chiropractor for. And, and I don't mean that in a bad way at all. It's just sort of how we segment practitioners and what they're supposed to quote unquote do for us. But you know, I mean, you've, you've studied all of this in such incredible detail and you understand the inner workings of, of where the ANS sits and, and what, it, what it affects. And so um, awesome, you know, I mean, what a, what a cool opportunity and I'm sure your patients really appreciate it because again, now you're treating the problem and they're feeling better for a longer period of time as a result of that. You're not just giving them a, an adjustment and setting them on their way. Right. And I, exactly, Jeff, I hit the nail on the head and, um, and, and what we, and another great thing that we see as a result of this bigger conversation too, as you brought up, you know, I, maybe there is something going on with their, with their child or something that's, uh, that's keeping them up. Well, it, that might be something that we'd say, oh, well, you know, your, your four-year-old or your, you know, your seven-year-old is still wetting the bed. And that's something that you're waking up every night for to help out. Well, did you know that this is something that we actually help with as well? Um, Good point. And, that's, and that's another way to as well. Yes. Okay. That opens the door again to that bigger conversation where you can share what, what else you are able to do, um, you know, or give the referral for the appropriate healthcare provider. Um, right to better help out that patient. Uh, but absolutely. And, uh, and that's, you know, to that point, I've, uh, I had a really cool thing happen, uh, before where a patient, um, you know, it came up that, oh, well, you know, when my husband sleeps in the same room as me, he snores really loud and, you know, and then I don't sleep. And, uh, and it came into the whole, wait, so you and your husband don't sleep in the same room. She's like, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and, and when we started getting into it, okay, well, if your husband's snoring that loud, there's probably something going on. He should see a sleep doctor. So he's a sleep doctor, gets a CPAP machine, and now they're sleeping in the same room again. Granted, uh, you know, she has the sound machine uh, noise of the CPAP, but, you know, hey, we, we really the helped out. Noise. Right? Exactly. Uh, that's, and, that, that's real stuff. I mean, that, 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 that has long-term effects on relationships and, you know, the, the health of an individual's nervous system as well. So, you know, it, it's kind of funny, but it, it's also really impactful. Yeah. 
yeah, a hundred percent. Okay. So, uh, so another big thing uh, that a, a lot of docs may be wondering about, uh, about how this actually functions. Um, well, how do I see the data? Okay. So these patients take this thing home and they're reading it or the patients are in my waiting room and they're taking their reading. Uh, how do I get it? And that is the coolest thing. Uh, the coolest thing. And honestly, what made me uh, love you guys from, you know, our, our very first conversations um, when I, when I first met you guys um, is, uh, and, and I'm talking, uh, for those of you listening, I'm talking to the Optimal HRV crew uh, as a whole. That's and right. I love you too, Jeff. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I love you too, man. But it, it's uh, us now, right? It's not us guys. It's, it's all of us. So Yes. Um, is, is that they have, they have this web dash thing. And, uh, and this has been a part of uh, something that I've been uh, very big on helping them with, uh, with developing is this web dash for practitioners to use. And it is so cool because the second somebody does a reading on their app, on their phone, regardless of where they're at, it is on my computer. It is the coolest thing. Uh, so patients are so amazed that they're sitting there in my waiting room. And when they come in to see me, um, I go, oh, okay. You're at a you're at a 54 today, you know. And uh, and they go, how did you know that so quick? <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's and it's very cool, um, you know. As well, I, I, you know, some some doctors may not choose to get as involved as I do with uh with patients, and that is totally fine. But um, but for example, uh, you know, we can set alerts within there, um, so that I can know when a patient is having a down streak. In, within their HRV as well. So I can get an alert that will notify me to say, um, you know, uh, for example, uh, you know, Jeff's HRV has been trending down for two days in a row. Uh, maybe let's reach out to Jeff and see what's going on. And that gives me the opportunity to say, hey, Jeff, um, you know, I know I'm not going to see you until next week, but I've noticed this downward trend in your HRV. What I, you know, what can I do to help? Um, how can I, how can I be a, of assistance to you? Um, and patients absolutely love that. Uh, when you can help at that at that higher level, um, when they're not actually seeing you or in the or in the office, um, and uh, it, and and then when we uh, so getting further with the web dash, you can uh, you can analyze data in many different ways as well, uh, which is something that I will talk further and further about uh, throughout other podcasts and uh, and as well within um, a training program that we are going to be releasing here, um, but. How does this transfer to the patients? Um, you know, aside from how we talked. Uh, so, what's the big deal if my patient's HRV is trending down? Uh, why would I want to reach out to them? And that is one of the coolest things with with tracking somebody's HRV on a consistent basis is that that is an early detection, an early warning sign of stuff going wrong, right? Uh, <laughs> and and that is what we want to hammer home here is that, is that if somebody's HRV is trending down, we see that as, it, as, a, as an early warning sign to illness, right? When your HRV is trending down, that means your autonomic nervous system, your immune system as well is, is depressed. That means that all of these bugs, all of these things, right, that are on us or in us or, you know, all of that, uh, that are just waiting, um, they have the opportunity now because our system is downregulated. They have the opportunity to take us over, right? Um, and that is when you are going to get sick. Um, yep. Equally, and equally, um, you're more likely to get injured. Why is that? Well, because when your HRV goes down, 
your reaction time goes down. Um, and and you're more likely to make these mistakes. Uh, you're more likely to do things, you know, whether it be in the gym, whether it just be stepping off a curb. Um, where in the middle where, of playing a sport, you know, you're just not quite, your body isn't quite where your mind wants it to be. And you roll your ankle or whatever else, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then mentally, emotionally too. Um, you know, when your HRV is trending down, you are much more dysregulated. Um so you're going to see, uh, you know, that you might fly off the handle a little bit easier. Uh, you know, it might be that, you know, when you're, when your kid, uh, you know, accidentally breaks something instead of saying, Hey, Johnny, um, you know, Oh, I understand that you accidentally bumped that and, you know, and do the, and do the high quality parent talk through. It's the, Hey, what is your problem? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, Why did you do that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's, um, you know, as we've talked about in, uh, in past podcast at this point, and I know uh, Matt has definitely touched on this, is, uh, you know, are you responding for more of that uh, ventral vagal or the dorsal vagal <laughs> response? Um, exactly. And definitely when your HRV is down, you have much less uh, of that ventral vagal uh, side to pull from. So then, okay, well, what good is that? So I know that my patient's HRV is trending down. So what? Uh, you know, I know that these things are more likely to happen. Do you want me to tell them to stop living their life? <laughs> stay in bed don't leave the house <laughs> yeah yeah all of these horrible things might happen to you yes don't yeah exactly out. you're gonna get a car wreck on your way to work <laughs> yeah so we're, we're the fortune tellers now yeah um, exactly but no it's it's how can we help them so that although they are having a down day or a down stretch of days what can you do um and this is where we can get into the concept of well sometimes you can't just cancel the big meeting that you have. Sometimes you still have to parent your children. Sometimes you still have to show up and practice, you know? Um, That's good work, something to be like. Yes, so, so what can you do? Um, well, let's quickly delete all the things off of our plate for today that don't have to get done, right? Um, so we can, we can pull that as a strategy. Um, can't delete anything, or so you think. Um, <laughs> let's turn up the good maybe make some extra time for meditation today. Um, make some time to, to do a slow paced workout of some sort that is going to fill your body. Uh, take some extra time to, you know, at, at lunch, maybe take a walk through the woods, uh, you know, take a walk someplace beautiful that makes you happy. Uh, do something that is going to fulfill you and charge your nervous system rather than do more things that are going to deplete you. These are going to be simple things. Eating. <laughs> yes yes a hundred percent that's a because yeah, often <laughs> you're dysregulated you're tired you know you want to you know, fast food is sort of going to give you that quick jolt or what you know whatever but that's not what you need you know just simple little things can help yes a hundred percent and uh and that's arguably one of the biggest things is uh, is your diet what you're what you're eating every single day um that's going to be pulling you in either direction but um but that's what we want patients to realize, uh, you know, and for all of you doctors listening as well, um, you know, is that, is that there is things that you can do to combat this so that even though you still have to show up to life today, you can show up at the best that you can be today. Right. Um, and that's, and that's what really matters. Um, then another really cool aside, uh, is that you can test new things. So this is a, this is actually something that I'll probably be talking about with, uh, with one of my patients when I interview her, uh, cause she's done this too many times to count at this point. Um, 
but you can test new things. Um, so for example, uh, a new dietary program, right? So, um, so if you change your nutritional regimen, right, uh, in some way, um, is this a good change or a bad change? Well, you can watch that trend over a week and see, is my HRV consistently going up or is it coming down? And then pair that, of course, with subjective, how are you feeling, uh, those types of things. You can see that with your exercise plan, um, with, your, with your sleep, you can see that. Um, a big thing is you can see how, how horrible alcohol is for you. <laughs> it <laughs> is, I'll tell you what, there's no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> yes, alcohol paired with lack of sleep, biggest way to drop your HRV. Exactly, uh, that's right. And so often they're they're paired together, right? So a, a, yes, much alcohol are. often results in lack of sleep, certainly lack of good sleep. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, and then same with uh with uh, things like food allergies and and supplements too. Um, you know, you can you can literally test these things uh, with with your HRV. Um, so that's another very powerful way that practitioners can use this. Um, and, you know, and I, and I'm sure with a lot of doctors listening, you know, I have patients who are just so darn into it um, that they are, uh, they are inventing uh, the uses for this on a, on a regular basis as well. Like, hey, I did this, so I tested it with my HRV and this is what I saw. <laughs> exactly. But I think this is, a, this is a great point you bring up because, I mean, I know you're speaking you know, most directly to chiropractors because that's the field you're in. But if you're a nutritionist, you know, if you're an acupuncturist, if you're introducing your services to new patients, you know, you're going to be able to see a pretty drastic change pretty quickly um, in their HRV scores um, and you know, communicate that quantified, uh, you know, process, the quantified success, you know, whatever you want to call it, um, in a way you didn't have before. So it, why wouldn't you, you at least introduce this with new patients to say, hey, you're trying something new, let's get your baseline, let's show you what a couple weeks of doing what I, what I recommend is going to do for you uh, and your autonomic nervous system, your, your stress response. And subjective is great, but everybody's you know, leery of, of new things and of change. And so if you can show them on a day-to-day -day basis, this is how it's impacting your biology. Um, they're going to be they're going to be clients for a very long time. Yes, for a very long time. Yes, absolutely. Yes, and they and they refer their friends and family in as well. <laughs> exactly. Um, that's right. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure, man. Um, so, so that's that's the basis of what I wanted to uh, of what I really wanted to cover today is uh, is how I use it, why I use it, um, you know, and some examples um, like that. And, you know, um, you know, for, for example, right. Like, um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to bring um, patients on and interview them so that we can hear some of this yeah. first as well. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's when you see people, um, you know, like I had a, a patient, we'll call him Troy um, and his HRV was trending down and his whole family was, was already sick, right? And he was starting to trend down into that. Um, and we recognized that. And I was able to help him with some tips and advice. And you know what? He never really got sick. Now, would he have gotten sick anyway? I don't know. Right. He didn't. So Nobody he... does know. But the fact that he didn't, um, you know, and the rest of his family did really, uh, really speaks volumes, right? Um, yeah, and it's a uh, it's it's very cool when when you can see things like that. And I'm going to go through um, you know patients with uh, with all of this stuff. Um, I'm not going to do that here because uh, I know that we are about out of time anyway. Um, but uh, multiple multiple examples of how that of how it helps um, even within pregnancy too. 
um, you know, monitoring that um, is, is very important, right? Because we want to we want to maintain a healthy, beautiful pregnancy, uh, and and that's something as well that we can see. Um, and then the uh, the after effects of pregnancy too, uh, you can see that on HRV when somebody is consistently measuring. Um, oh, that's that's definitely going to be another podcast episode because you know um, it's so important, and you know there's just so much going on in a woman's body when she's pregnant, and you know post postpartum and everything else, uh, talking about how HRV can can help, I think will be really interesting to a lot of moms, prospective moms, you know, uh, anybody sort of interested in that. Looking forward to that one as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and then uh, one final thing that I do want to mention, because I, I know this is something that, I, um, you know, the most difficult thing uh, that we have is getting patients to, to do what we ask them. And we, I, we as a company are trying to remove that hurdle um, in that we are, uh, we are trying to bring forth, um, you know, a, a wearable um, that would be, that would be amazing. Uh, you know, that would be something that everybody could wear and you don't have to think about. Um, now at the moment, uh, you know, we, uh, we do have the technology where we can bring wearables, um, where we can bring, uh, your wearable that you may be using right now, uh, like the Apple watch, for example, and we can read directly from that. So if you're somebody who's wearing an Apple watch, um, you know, you have a patient who's wearing an Apple watch and they might not be that into their healthcare. Well, guess what? We can, their Apple watch is taking their HRV, whether they know it or not. Um, so they're already doing the work for us. Uh, so, so that's something, um, you know, again, that's, uh, another, another way to use another tool, another access point for us. Um, but that's about it. Uh, did you have any other questions for me, Jeff? No, great stuff. I mean, really appreciate it, um, Doctor. This is this is fantastic, and I think answers hopefully answers a lot of questions uh, from a lot of folks that listen. And you know, say, it sounds cool, but how do I actually do it? And, and how do I incorporate it? So uh, I would encourage anybody to reach out if you have questions, if you're a practitioner and, and you want some advice in terms of how to onboard this in your practice. Um, send a send an email to. Um, support at optimal hrv we can get you connected with 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 dr dave we can you know offer some of the the feedback that we've gotten from some of the other clinicians that use optimal hrv in their day-to-day practice um but you know we're here to help i mean as everybody is i'm sure seeing our our mission is really to to help people feel better and help practitioners use technology to be able to provide better services and quantify the effects of their services to their patients and so um you know reach out if you have questions if you have interest if you want to learn more we're here, we're here to help. So otherwise, thanks, um, Dr. Dave, again, super excited to have you on, on board as part of the team uh, and look forward to future, many, many future podcast episodes uh, coming up soon. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you, Jeff. Uh, lots of fun and we'll chat soon. All right. Thanks to all the listeners as well. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk to everybody soon. Take care.